Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime you don't have to hide how you feel hi everyone i'm cheryl butler and you're listening to the mighty mommy's quick and dirty tips podcast which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier, and a lot more fun. Welcome! Today's episode is number 550, and I'm so excited to have a special guest joining me, author Malika Chopra, who will talk with me about her new book, Just Feel, which will be released on October 22nd. Malika is a mom, media entrepreneur, public speaker, and published author. She's the author of Living with Intent, My Somewhat Messy Journey to Purpose, Peace, and Joy, Just Breathe, Meditation, Mindfulness, Movement, and More, and the newly released book, Just Feel, How to Be Stronger, Happier, Healthier, and More. You might also recognize her as the daughter of spiritual guru Deepak Chopra. Today, we're going to be talking to Malika about her latest book, Just Feel. It's so great to have you as a guest on the Mighty Mommy podcast, Malika. Welcome. Thank you so much. Malika, your new book, Just Feel, is a book that follows your popular book, Just Breathe, which offered practical advice on breathing techniques and guided meditations for a number of scenarios, including helping kids deal with stress, helping to fall asleep, and having better focus in school. So with that, can you tell us a little bit about your new book, Just Feel, and why did you decide to write this book? So Just Feel is about social and emotional intelligence. And my intent in writing this book was to dig a little deeper into kids' feelings and how to embrace the range of emotions that we all have and feel stronger, happier, and healthier through that. So Just Breathe offered some very practical tips on meditation, mindfulness, movement, and more. And in this book, it's really going um, from the physical to the mental, so really focusing on the mind. And I wrote the book because, you know, I'm a mom with uh, a few kids, two kids, and I have a nephew. And what I see with my daughters and their classmates and friends and my nephew who's nine 
is that so many kids today are really dealing with anxiety and stress and overstimulation and also just often a confusion as how to deal with the range of emotions that they have every day. So the book is hopefully a companion to them and their parents and their teachers to get through the ups and downs of life. You know, it almost seems that because of the chaotic and hurried lives that we lead, many kids aren't really in tune to their own feelings. Just like us parents, we run from one thing to the next without taking much time to stop and digest what's going on. Malika, what do you feel are some of the biggest challenges that today's kids are facing? So I see that kids are overstimulated. They're overstimulated both by social media and the devices that we're all addicted to today. They're overstimulated with nonstop activities and homework and pressures. And many kids actually, frankly, are not even sleeping enough. So I think kids role model after their parents. And as parents, we also are dealing with a lot of stress in our lives. And so the goal of Just Feel um, and Just Breathe as well is to help give a pause in the day to take a deep breath, uh, to connect with our bodies um, and really understand how our feelings manifest in physical manifestations as well. Um, So there are many daily stressors and we just live in busy times. So I think we need to be more proactive and mindful about really pausing. I want to tell you, this book is beautifully illustrated. Do you think it's best that it's a book that we read with our kids or we let them take it out on their own and just digest it and read it on their own time? So that's a great question. Um, One, I want to call out Breda Vaughn, who is the illustrator of the books. Um, She's done such an amazing job because they're so warm. Um, They represent a diversity of children. And she's just uh, made the books really magical. So I credit her with that. My recommendation is it really depends on your family and just the dynamics within your family with your kids about how to read and process the material in these books. It may make sense for the parents to sit with their kids and flip through a page or two now and then before bedtime. And for others, and I suggest this often to many parents, is, you know, maybe you buy the book for your kids and you give it to them. It's on their bedside table, but don't force them to read it because the more we force kids often, the more they will resist. And this is an interesting age. They were written for 8 to 12-year-olds. And I find that at that age, many kids are still open and is innocent about taking in new information. But it's also a time where they're individualizing on them on their own and so for some kids it may be more safe and intriguing to actually explore these books on their own so I would keep it flexible. Excellent yeah I think families know parents are very intuitive to what their children can handle and are ready to either take on on their own or it's better experience with the parent involved so that's great. Now one of the favorite parts of your book is that you offer really great tools and exercises that kids can can just dive into and get them to understand some of these topics that you're talking about. So maybe you could take us through even one or two 
of an example, like for instance, if a child's struggling with low self-esteem or something on that nature, and like what would a, uh, one of those exercises be like that the child would be able to work through? So I structured the book in three sections, um, know, choose, and take action. And I think the first important step is for kids to know what makes them feel good, what they can control, what does safety mean for them, and also just understanding what keeps a healthy body and a healthy mind um, so that they can flourish, um, as well as knowing that it's totally normal to feel happy and sad, to feel depressed at times, to feel motivated. So I think that in and of itself for kids to have knowledge is important. But then, I, as you said, I do try to share very practical exercises, whether it's noticing how they're listening to people and mindful listening exercise to choosing their words um, and being aware of how their words affect themselves and affect other people, to the power of saying, I'm sorry, or asking for help. And um, also what we can learn when we fail, because part of success is actually getting up, trying again and again and again. So the book is really filled with very uh, many very practical exercises. Well, what if our child doesn't want to talk about his feelings and he just insists everything's all right, even when it's really obvious that something's going on and is bothering him? Do you have any advice for that? So, again, what I recommend, one, is for parents to role model. So when parents actually share with their kids that, you know, they also go through ups and downs, that they also struggle um, and um, I think that shows children that that's normal. Second, um, and you mentioned you have many, many, uh, many kids. I also have watched my kids go through the teenage years. It's important for parents to understand that it's completely developmentally normal for kids to kind of start exploring more of quiet time, private time, and a little separation. But my hope is what this book will do uh, is give kids directly some tools to be more aware of their feelings and to know when they need to reach out to adults, um, whether that's a parent or a teacher or a mentor, when they need to talk through things as well. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Malika, is there something that we as parents or people that are caregivers or have a special relationship with the child can do on a consistent basis that can help to empower our kids, you know, to build their self-confidence and just become more independent? I, yeah, I, 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 I've said this um, during this uh, conversation, but I say it all the time, which is I think it's really important for parents to role model for their kids. So 
even with just breathe, there are so many exercises in that book on meditation and mindfulness. And I think parents can role model for their kids by finding their own practice that helps them deal with anxiety and stress and feeling overwhelmed and showing kids that they too can stop and doing exercises like gratitude exercises or mindful walking. So I think as parents, when we role model, we show kids that they too can use these tools. And in that we build their toolkit for self-confidence. I love that. You know, kids, we know that they are sponges and they take everything in that's going on around them. And they particularly are watching uh, mom and dad or grandparents and they take cues from us. So I love that advice. Um, So if there was one takeaway from this book that you would want parents to consider so that they can better help their kids both during the stressful times, but as well as, you know, when things are calm and going well, um, what would that be? It would be that feelings, um, the range of feelings are completely normal and natural. So, you know, when our kids are angry or frustrated, just like when we are, that is often first a physical reaction and um, a reactive response to a situation. But with different tools in our lives, we can gain more control over how we react to situations and we can choose a different path. Well, let me tell you, as the mom of eight kids, and now I'm a grandmother, I have a nine-month-old grandson, I have found your advice and the tools that you offer in this book extremely helpful. Malika, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Just Feel is on sale on October 22nd at your favorite bookstore or at online retailers such as Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Thank you so much. This was great. Thank you for sharing it with your audience. How do you help your child manage his or her feelings? Please share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page, or you can email me at quickanddirtytips.com. If you have kids, there's no doubt you've experienced your child having a tantrum or two. As unpleasant and sometimes as uncomfortable as these can be, they're honestly pretty normal. And the majority of the time, if you can keep an open mind and simply embrace them, they'll be short-lived. Next week's episode will be all about learning to go with the flow when your child has a tantrum. So I hope you'll subscribe to the Mighty Mommy podcast wherever you listen so you'll be notified when this episode is available. As always, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting.